Good morning, friends. We're going to continue our uh, short uh, message series called All My Life's a Circle, talking about five different uh, circles or communities that uh, a disciple uh, should be in. Uh, in my introduction yesterday, we talked about being involved in a, a circle or community of worship. Today, we go to number two. We need to be included into a circle of acceptance. Or perhaps you could actually say a circle of grace or a community of grace. And what I'm talking about today is a group of people who love you as you are, who accept you for who you are, who forgive you when you need to be forgiven, who encourage you when you fail, and who are with you through thick and thin. And these are the kind of people who are likely to say, I'll be there for you, you know, when the rain starts to pour, or I'll be there for you like I've been there before. I'll be there for you because you're there for me. Now, I don't know how much you watch old television shows, but I think one of the reasons that Seinfeld and uh, shows like Friends remain so popular, you know, even after a dozen or more years after the finale, is that people are kind of drawn to the bond that these individuals on these shows had with each other. And, you know, these people on the shows weren't perfect, were they? But there was a spirit of love and acceptance among them. I mean, how much more should you be able to find this spirit of love and acceptance among fellow Christ followers? Now, typically, in the best-case scenario, the circle of acceptance refers to your closest friends or closest family members, but we know that it doesn't always work out that way. I mean, sometimes our family and our so-called friends aren't very supportive at all. Sometimes they're more likely to be critical and judgmental. Sometimes they're more likely to think the worst about us rather than want the best for us. Now, when we find ourselves surrounded by this type of people, we feel isolated and alone. The late uh, comedian Robin Williams once said, I used to think that the worst thing in life was to end up all alone. It's not. The worst thing in life is ending up with people who make you feel alone. And I think I find that particularly heartbreaking. Now, if your friends are like this, you can focus on finding better friends. If it's your family, well, you have fewer options. But here's what you can do. Seek out those people who are willing to accept you and affirm you before they try to fix you. Uh, seek out those people who will embrace you despite your faults. Now, these people exist, and they exist within your fellowships. Uh, they are people ready to be this kind of friend for you and who need you to be that kind of friend for them. Solomon said back in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, two are better than one because of a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to pick him up. Maybe you find yourself today in a situation <clears throat> where you would say, yeah, that's me, I got no one to pick me up. Well, if that's you, friend, the first step in the right direction is to say, I'm ready to be that someone. I will love and accept and affirm the people in my life without reservation, and I'll ask God to bring into my life the people I need. For us to be rightly connected to others in a way that supports our spiritual growth, we need to be among those Christ followers who offer unconditional love and acceptance. And, of course, we need to extend the offer to others as well. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission, and feel the passion.